All righty. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of the Highlight Reel. Let me go ahead. And... Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. As you can see, I have some special guests today, and this is our special Father's Day episode. I'm very much looking forward to this. Um, so we are here with my dad. Um, dad, you can say your name, but I know him as dad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Then we have my uncle. Go ahead, aunt. David Brand. Yes, sir. And then we got my cousin. Go ahead, man. Solomon Brand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm still not feeling that, that bass in your voice. This is my hey, little cousin, bro. but anyway, we're going to move <laughs> past <about> that. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this is our special Father's Day episode. I've been looking forward to this for a while just because I think that there are a lot of things that we could discuss as far as um, black men, young black men, um, seasoned black men. Let's put it like that. I'll say it like that. Um, and I feel like there are a lot of things that we could discuss as far as what we see from you all, what we've learned from y'all, but maybe something that you maybe learned from us and just think that you learned in life in general. But of course, we're going to have to break the ice just a little bit. So can we all, can we all address who the best team out of all our favorite teams in this room? Who is the best team in the NFL right now? My favorite team is the Bengals. Your favorite team is the Rams. You said favorite or best? The best. Okay. Yeah, the best. Yeah, the best. Yeah, I'm going to say that one more time. The best. Who's y'all team? Chicago Bears. Okay. Bear down. So who is the best team out of all of our teams in the room? Okay. Who? Come on. Say it. I know it's hard. Chicago Chicago Bears. I know. (laughs) Okay. All I know is... Y'all not touching us. We see y'all this year, we so I'm looking y'all forward last to that. Time we played. Yeah, last time. That last time. What did y'all do last year? We beat y'all the last time. What? We see, that's what I'm saying. With it's Joe like Burrow. anytime I want to address what's really going on with Joe Burrow. Whatever, whatever. Um, all I know is we the best. Shout out to Cincinnati. We in the city. Yes, love it. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit before we got into everything else because we were having a lot of talk about that off camera. And then it's like we get on. We did a lot it's like they get you nervous. You, know you did a lot of listening. Not, <laughs> I did a lot of listening. We talked about all the a lot of watching of who we the best is. All the famers. We talked about Super Bowl rings. Talked about NFL championships. Y'all have zero. I know we're the closest to it. So that's all I know. That's all. I'm, yeah. All right. I think David said zero. Mm. <clears throat> Next topic. So what we're gonna get into? It's, it's really <laughs> comedy to me that you think. No. No. All right, um, but no, nah, I do want to get into some some real stuff, some serious stuff. Um, not too heavy or nothing, but what are some things that make you all proud to be fathers? Mm. I'll take the lead on that. Okay, um, fatherhood. Um, I'm a father of seven. I have five girls and two boys, and now. Uh, I don't have any favorite children, mm-hmm. but some relationships, uh, even with our children, are a little bit more uh, intimate or you know significant than than others mm-hmm. for various reasons. Uh, you being my my firstborn son, it it bears it bears a certain significance, right? Uh, you know, to me and my life personally. Keep going. I give an example. Yesterday, just yesterday, you called and said, "Hey, Dad, what are you up to?" And uh, you know, if you're not up to anything. Maybe we can check uh, check out the NBA playoff game. And I looked to my wife and I said, uh, "No, we didn't have anything planned, or what have you." But uh-huh. you know, it's a it's a it's a blessing to have a grown 
child, children when they're in their adulthoods want to spend time with you. Yes, sir. Some adults don't call on mom or dad, but want to hang out with them. Right. Uh, it wasn't like you were asking to come over for a, a plate, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. to call me to ask me, uh, you know, for a loan or anything like that. And you weren't even, uh, it wasn't about any issues that you were having in life. Right. Where you, you were seeking some counsel or insight <clears throat> Support. You just want to hang out with your dad, right? And uh, so that bears a lot of significance, you know, as far as I'm concerned, in my life. And and I appreciate it. And and I and I don't, I don't devalue that in in any way. Uh, so, uh, but you made me especially proud as a man. Uh, your your mother and I, of course, to this very day, I have a tremendous amount of respect for her. Always have. Always will. Uh, she did a wonderful job. Yeah, she did a uh, more than a wonderful job. But um, I would have to say that in my life, of all the things I've accomplished, uh, one of the best things that God has allowed me to produce is a is a person in you. Yes, sir. Who you become? It, it, it's a, it's it's somewhat a reflection on on who I am and you know, some of the things uh, attributes. Even some of the the good looks, I know you like. Yes, <laughs> yeah, some of that from your uncle Dave, some of that from your dad. You couldn't lose, could right? not lose, could not like, lose. You know, without right. You know, without going any further, I just want you to know that. Um, and I think of you and who you are as a person. Um, I think first and foremost of your character. And Thank it, you. It makes me proud. I know this sounds like a cliche, but I'm really proud of who you are as a person. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uncle David, go ahead. Um, echoing a lot of what Dale has said, uh, it feels good as a father to wake up and know my son is not in prison. Mm. It makes me feel good to know um, my son has has not brought home a story about, hey, Dad, I got this little chick on the, on the west side. <laughs> For real. For yeah, real. I know. Because I know yeah. I've given him keys. Right. So if I've given him keys, he's not ready to give anybody else keys. Mm. And the pace of his life, I'm happy about because he has opportunities coming to him based on his skill set. The same way you have opportunities seeking you out. And that lets me know, lets Dale know that we've put enough in you that you can be successful if you stepped away. Right. Mm. And, and. You know, you have a college degree. That's that's a win all day because now you have what you need. If you if you find somebody, you can take care of her. Right. And that makes me feel good to know that I don't have to be um, supporting you, supporting a young family. Yes. Right. Right. And that that feels really good. And just to see how you guys move, how you conduct yourself and what people say about you yes because mm. as mm. a man Absolutely. you reflect me everywhere you go Absolutely. and right. i reflect you everywhere i go Absolutely. so to hear people speak well about you to hear people speak well about saul it it as a father it like melts your heart yeah. warms your heart i'm not afraid to say that either yeah. because as a man we typically don't talk like that but i'm definitely gonna get son. into that i love you you know, you you were my my practice son. I right. Got, I had pictures. You know, when me and I Shirley were getting together, you were our baby as well. Right. And it's like, yeah. 
we've invested so much in you, man, to see you like even as I watch you set this up, all this is your stuff. This is mm. your dream. Right. Mm. And I'm honored to be a part of your dream. Absolutely. I appreciate you. <laughs> that. For real. Yeah. For real. Because this is you. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You epitomize, you know, what community looks like. You know, mm. I'm and I weren't married. Mm. Great minute days and nights. You were right there with David. David was right there. If something jumped off, if you were hurt, if somebody came to, to hurt, uh, to Somehow that uh, harm me. Yeah, he was right there. And then those those moments of teaching, you know, somebody was pouring into you. If it wasn't me, it was someone like you know your dad, your grandfather, mm-hmm. and and you are a result. Of, it's just you embody what it means to have community. You know, build it into you and and and, and rearing you as a young man into into a man. Mm-hmm. And like David said, it really does warm your heart. We're not too masculine or virile to say our hearts are warmed. Uh, you know. I do want to kind of get into that then because uh, I was maybe going to like talk about this at a later point, but something that I feel like I've been talking about a lot is as far as uh, the men in my family and like my male friends, I've, I've become more comfortable with saying I love you, but cause I do feel like, like, of course, as my dad, of course I love you, Absolutely. but I feel like I wouldn't consciously say it. I feel like for a while there was a time I maybe wasn't consciously saying it. <laughs> okay. But then once I started to once I made the decision to consistently say it and to, you know, really make a point of it, I think something started to kind of shift in how I see that okay. because I know I'm I'm thinking maybe as you all were growing up, maybe people didn't go out their way like of course you know your family loves you, but they might not exactly go out of their way to say it the same. So first off, I do want to ask Solomon so do you feel like, you know, do you say I love you to Uncle David and then to any of your guy friends or any of your cousins, anything like that? Do you make a point to say I love you? And do you ever you ever feel weird about that? I'm going to be honest. I don't usually say it too much. OK. Personally. OK. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But I'm just saying, like speaking from my own experience and I usually don't. Man, your voice is deep, man. Bro. <laughs> I can't get over it. Continue. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it. I don't I don't say it too much. Okay. But of course, then it's like then if I do say it, it might seem like 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 more, you know. Okay. Like do you cuz I know at least for us and I feel like in the generation that we've come up in, maybe it is becoming more ex- well, I do believe it is becoming more accepted, but I feel like uh there have been times where if you were to say to your friend, like, I love you, somebody would say that's gay, you know? Yeah. And I think that's something that we're trying to get away from because why can't I just say I love you and I mean that, you know? Yeah, like saying I love you, like saying like like daddy or something like yeah. that, you know? You say that in front of the wrong person, they're just yeah, looking at you like... Yeah, man, yeah, 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 I get you. But to go back to my initial question, so were there ever maybe harder times where it was hard for you to say that or did you grow up always hearing I love you at least from men in your life in your lives when you were younger or just you know as you were growing up the generation I come up under um that wasn't a thing okay right so between my generation and your generation we're the ones who are pushing that forward because you know masculinity in the eyes of many looked different mm. and men weren't even allowed to be honest about their emotions which led them down the wrong path because men are human yeah yeah and men need to be able to express and say what they need and what they mean mm-hmm. and like you said Ryo, um, mm-hmm. in today's time 
friends are not living to see 40, 50, 60 years old. Right. So it makes a lot of sense to say it now because it's real, it's true, and there's no stigma behind saying it. As a man, expressing yourself is the best thing you can ever do. Mm. To your father, to your to your other male counterparts, it's it's a sign of health, right? Mm. You know, I'm speaking from my field of work. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish that any young man who's watching, any young man who's checking this out would feel well enough, comfortable enough to express how he really feels. Because guess what? If my son went away from me tomorrow, I would I would lose everything and I wouldn't hold back. Mm-hmm. So that's what he means to me. Right. And I tell him that. Right. And and like you said, even if he doesn't say it as much as I want to hear it, I show him. Right. And I let him know how much he means to me. And I've 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 like pushed that to him since he was born. And like Dale said, he's my firstborn son. Yeah. That is super special. Mm-hmm. Lion King got it right. When he came out, <laughs> yeah. real, straight up. Yeah. he came out, we yeah. were like, yo, this is Solomon Brand right here. Let me see my... I, guess what? I still feel that way today. Right. And I can right. still do the same thing. Yeah. It's like, you remember when you graduate, right? Yep. What happened when you graduated? Yeah. That was... I had yeah. you on my shoulders. What happened when you graduated? Yeah. I was on the shoulders. Yeah. I remember. I, thought, I was like, wow. Exactly. Yeah, That's man. what it is, right? I actually love that because uh, I think when it happened to me, it kind of took me back. It was like, man... How long ago was the last time he did this? And he just did it again. But it also showed me that you weren't really embarrassed to show that you love me or anything what? like that. You know, I, I was, what? it was a like slight embarrassment just because I'm huge. But when I said, <laughs> when it happened, I said, I mean, this is my uncle. Yeah. I, it's good to see that the men around you, you know, celebrate you and appreciate you because that doesn't always happen for people. And guess what? You were steady. You ain't fall. Right. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't move. <laughs> you even had a picture like this. Like what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I uh also kind of want to get into let me think. What are some things that you have seen in the men that come after you? What are some things that you've seen in them, whether it's us or just other young men, period, that kind of makes you proud and think, okay, the next generation is in good hands, you know, you cause it makes you feel like you all have done a good job as far as passing it down to us to be able to lead people after us into a good place. Mm. You could take it some time to ponder on that. I was just asking because I always like to see where you all see it. And then that can let us know whether we're on the right track or whether we need to fix some things, what needs to, you know, what needs to happen? Because uh, sometimes of course, an older generation might not want to talk with the younger generation because um, pride some people feel like I can't learn anything from you or we might feel like we don't need to learn from y'all when we could be working together. I mean, that's what, you know, men could be doing. We could be working together to unite, to make sure that things are, you know, going well. Cause you know, good. What's the saying? I can't remember. Um, it's like hard times and then good. Okay. I can't remember it. It's like good times, strong men. I said it in a rap one time, man, I can't even remember right now, but basically we could just be coming together to, Make sure that times continue to stay good and just improve life for ourselves and for those that come, you know, uh, after us. So, what are your thoughts? Are you are you saying it as it pertains to just young men? Period. Young men, our 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 um, sons. 
Uh, just in general? In general. Okay. Uh, I would say across the board, uh, Saul had said something that it just kind of caused me to pause. Mm -hmm. uh, he talked about expressing his affection for his father or any other man uh, and 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 doing that around the wrong person. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I respect about you, um, and I would hope Paul uh, Saul Saul would embrace this too, is when you went to Ackle, I told you to, I, I encouraged you to learn to listen to the right voices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You understand? Mm -hmm. And then secondly, uh, you know, like lead, not follow. And the key to good leadership is good followership, but you have to know who to listen to. Right. And I can tell you right now, I can think of four, five, six men that if they walk through this room, we give each other some debt, and it's there's an expression of love. It's sad too. Uh -huh. But I think it's so important to be willing to stand as a minority. Mm-hmm. And that's you that that's that's you. Um, you have not followed in my footsteps in the sense that I became a young father mm -hmm. and began, mm -hmm. you know, and began, mm -hmm. you know. So um, I think that you're okay, okay, with being the minority. Oh, yeah. Many young men need to uh, think about that. It, it means not being popular, going the way that everybody's going. And you got, you've got that, you got that, that you, that you wouldn't stand alone. Yeah. And sometimes j j just be lonely and not go out and make wrong choices right. without these devices. Cause you're lonely. I've seen you cry. I've seen you laugh. I've seen you walk into a room, inspire darker souls. I've seen you just bring people together and galvanize right. like around it, like, like this round and mm -hmm. idea. Um, and I would encourage you saw as, as, as fam, family, mm -hmm. that's something in a word. You know, I love you. It has nothing to do with femininity or lack of masculinity. Mm -hmm. It's your essence. You are, you know, you love somebody. Say it. You'd be willing to say it and not be ashamed. And if, if you saying, if you express yourself around certain people, those might not be the people that you need around you. Yeah, ah, yeah. I, I get what you to bring it back to what he was saying. I, I get that. Um, that's why I was saying because um. I feel like the more I express it, the I'll learn really quick who I should keep around me. Cause they say, mm, we don't say that. It's thinking, man, you telling me something else by saying that. I mean, what's what's going on with you there to where you can't even say that? But here's but, the thing about that. You gotta think about how blessed you guys are. Right. Because you had us and you've seen us most days of your life. Yeah. And there's a whole world full of young men who don't have that same influence, that everyday influence mm -hmm. to where they're comfortable around um, number one, an authority figure. Mm -hmm. Number two, a person that they should have that tenderness with. Yes, mm. well said. Yeah. Right, and and men have to learn your whole life is not about strength. the 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 true balance, the true measure of a man is: can you balance the strength with the tenderness? Oh, <laughs> can you? Can you? Can you be strong when you need to, but also vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? And and vulnerability is the I love you. Vulnerability is I can cry for another, another man, another woman, and I know I'm a man. Mm -hmm. And it don't matter what anybody <laughs> says about this expression. 
Because if I don't let it out, like that's it. Then I'll find something to put it into. Mm-hmm. And that's when you go down here. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Real quick, though. Go ahead. Well, he's, he's talking about us uh, like being blessed that we were around that, right? And the right people, like how I said, the wrong people. But I think part of it is like um, there are a lot of young men who don't have that. So then they get around like us and they see us doing that and they're not used to it mm-hmm. or it's like new to them. So then that's why they're questioning it. Yeah. Okay. And then they look at us and make us not feel bad about it, but like make us right. like question Really it, think like, about it. Yeah. 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 Right, right, right. But I think that also allows them to maybe become more open to it. They're thinking, mm-hmm. oh, he's really cool and he doesn't mind doing that. Because, you know, sometimes that, that might be what people need. They might think someone that's cool or someone that they favor or whatever, they might think, okay, I don't do that. But if he's cool and I respect him, maybe I should do it. And I think that that kind of sprinkles into other people's lives and other dynamics for other people. And I think that's very important. So that's why it is very important and um, that we do it because not everybody sees that. But we all need that example that, you know, we can love on one another still be masculine, but still navigate that tenderness that we were talking about. Um, and then something I do want to ask, I want to ask you, Solomon. So how how would you say your relationship with my Uncle David has changed since as you continue to get older? Because I definitely feel like as I've become an older young man, my relationships with the men in my life are changing. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this is my uncle, but I see him as like an older brother now. Like, he, like you're still a father figure to me, but... I see him as an older brother. And to me, that's something I'm very aware of. Anytime I talk to my uncles or something, I'm like, man, yeah, you my uncle, but I feel like you've turned into an older brother. And to me, that's beautiful. I love yeah. seeing that. Um, I guess I could kind of speak in that same light because when I was like younger and um I mean he's still my dad, like yeah. still that that um authority. Yeah, that that authority for me. But like when I was younger, it was more nose and stuff like that, right? Right. Now I'm getting older. Like, you know, driving, whatnot is like, it's like, it's more of a, he seems more cool now. Yeah, yeah, he seems more cool now. I'm not gonna lie. Like, at first, it was like, you know, I'm a little kid. I think like he's mean or saying no all the time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my dad is cool. Exactly. Cause yeah. I feel like whenever I talk to my dad now, just the conversations, cause we've talked about it a few times, the conversations we have have changed. <laughs> like they, they switch. We start talking about money different things like that. And when we start getting into those conversations, I'm thinking, oh, we are working together to do something with our legacy. To, like I'm his legacy, right? But then I'm, I want to have one as well. Yeah. So what can we do together? So that's why I like to see how those um, relationships have changed. So Uncle David, how would you say, you? how do you view the change in your relationship? Uh, it has been a process of um, letting go, right? As yeah. a father understanding that he's not a kindergartner anymore. Yeah. And I, like you said, I'm, I'm dad, but I'm also in a role of a counselor. I, I guide him now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I show Solomon that decisions now start with him. Yeah. I appreciate how he, he still runs things past me to get that, you know, counsel. And there are times where I say, that's not a good idea. Don't do it. Don't yeah. go, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, he has to be more comfortable with his own decision-making because one day he's going to make the decision that I need my own space. I need my own family. I'm going to say, son, you're ready. Go. Mm-hmm. I know I've put foundation in him. Yeah. 
and part of a father is knowing that I'm not going to direct every step of his life the rest of the way. When right. I, when, like you said, when I had the time to do that, when I had the, the, the place to do that, I did that. And a lot of times it was, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> and you are going to do this though. Right. Because I'm looking out for you and I can see what you can't see. Not because I'm tall, but because my experience says I am the structure of your life. Mm -hmm. Right. And he understood that. And I mean, the reason I named him the way I named him is because the things I went through, I didn't want him to have to go through the same thing. So mm -hmm. Solomon is a man of peace. His life is very easy. And I have a phrase I tell my kids all the time. If you like, if you make my life easy, I'll make your life easy. And Solomon's had an easy life, would you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, wow. Like glory day. That's right. You know, sometimes. Oh, uh, sometimes, sometimes people say, wow, it just seems like you, like you have it all together. Oh, this, this is, this is glory, if you will. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of grit that came before the glory. That's right. And now we see our sons. Yeah. We've produced good men. How glorious. Right. Glory. Very glorious. This is a glory day. Very glorious. All those no's, man, there's some yeses coming. Right. Let's just fall up under this tutelage, under this counsel, under this teaching. Subordinate yourself. Uh, I'm father. One day you'll become father. I'm husband. One day you'll be a husband. All these things. Preparation. See, and I think it, at least for me, it's become, I think, easier to hear your words because I moved out on my own. <laughs> I, I moved out on my own and I've had, I had, I learned about a lot of things very, very quick, yes. very fast. So now when I, I feel like I've had that, um, that role where I'm kind of just doing what I want to do or I'm on my own truly. And then to still be able to have that listening ear th saying, look, you did your thing, but maybe this is what you should try from here or whatever, because uh, moving out on your own, you know, for some people it's easier for some other, for others, it's not as easy, but uh, I learned, I had plenty of growing pains and I know I would be able to talk to you throughout the whole thing. And I think because I've had that experience, I think it's a little easier to hear what you, you all might say to me because I know how I tried it. So what did, what would you have done differently or what can I hear from you now that I have that experience with me as well? So that's why I wanted to ask that because, um, of course, when you're younger, like I, I feel like as you get older, it's, it, it, it's almost that once you get older, that's when you say, ah, oh, if I was a kid again, I would have, you say this, okay, easy, got you. It's just like, you want to do your own thing. And of course I still want to, but, um, it it just makes me think that I take that for granted because now that I'm in it, it's like I can't just lean on somebody the same exact way I was to just provide and do things for me. I have to do things on my own a little bit, but there's still power in that because I know as I walk, you're still walking with me and you get to speak to me through it. So, um, yeah, those are that was just a very interesting question because. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm always wondering that. And like I love picking your brain, then I love picking your brain as well cuz I think also as far as with the change in that relationship, I think it as nerve-wracking as it could be sometimes, I can maybe still challenge you mm -hmm. to an extent. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, 
You're a season. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Anyway. So to bring it back, there are just things where you might um because I've had certain experiences or I might see things a little differently since we've grown up differently and you've been able to provide that for us, I think that maybe provides some space to kind of challenge to say, okay, I know this is what you're thinking, but this is what I think and why. And where can we come to a middle ground as far as seeing eye to eye on this? Because then this is an opportunity for us to both learn about each other in this relationship as it continues to evolve. Because like with my relationship with you, my relationship with my mom, things are just I I can see now I'm I'm an adult. I'm an adult. Just the conversations are different, but I can appreciate it as well, because I know that I'm still probably to y'all, you know, little baby. In, in in some vision in your eyes, but you've seen that I have made decisions outside of just um, being in in your household, you know. So I think being able to see all of that maybe allows me some space to speak and say certain things. Yeah, but um, so so we did talk about some things that you all uh, kind of appreciate about those that are coming up after you. But what are some what are some areas you feel like young men could improve on? Mm. I think um, the infatuation with uh, certain elements of the culture in terms of like the drugs mm. that are happening like in society right now, um, and that goes back to like what are your outlets? Are you doing things that are going to hinder your life or do, or doing things to make your life better right now? Because like you said, Saul is not in my pocket. Mm. He goes out and he gets with a group of people who who drink and smoke all day. Mm. That's going to be his choice. Mm, right. And if he picks that up, then it's going to fall in my lap. Mm. So it goes back to what was said about leadership. When you have the freedom to do you, whatever that is, what are you choosing for yourself? And I wish more young men had um, passions to pursue their purpose, to get away from all of these things that destroy us as men, as people, Uh. and and figure out what can I do that I love? What can I do to to make myself some money? What can (laughs) I do to give back to everybody around me? Like this, like when this goes out, people are going to watch it. They're going to interact with it, like it, love it, share it. And that's what we want. Right. But that's that's your baby. Right. Yeah. And that's like, yeah. it's beautiful because this is what they need. And it's I, I, I hope and I wish that other young men could find things like this to put their time and energy into. And like Dale said, and not be out here contributing to um, multiple sons growing up without fathers right if you get a girl pregnant you 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 take care of that you don't you don't say oh it ain't mine oh i'm getting as far as with you as i can and that's what happens because for them that 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 sex is a, is a conquering opportunity but the responsibility they run away from mm. <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> um oh man you're trying to hit deep. Okay. Uh, and I think that plays a big re. Okay. So I remember when I first turned 17, 
the first thing I, the first person, I, one of the first people I thought about was my dad. Mm-hmm. I was like 17. I know what happened to my dad's life at 17. And I was like, I know, like, I love my sisters. I know he loves my sisters, but I know I want to do things differently. So I know, cause, uh, I try not to compare myself to many people. Um, try to compare myself to myself at a previous point. And if anything, my parents, cause I'm thinking if there are people that want you to do better than them, I would think it's your parents. So I think, okay, where are some obvious steps I could take to where I would live a different life or to improve upon my life further than some decisions that I've seen made in others' lives before. So that, um, that's a huge, for me personally, that was a huge thing. Cause I remember when I first turned 17, I said, there's no way, there's no way I could not have anybody on the way. Like I said, no, sir. I was still shoot in high school. Yeah. I said, no, sir, no, sir. Not at all. But, um, Solomon, I was wondering if you have any questions for either one of them or just in general, it could be for me and either. Mm-hmm. Not at the moment, not not the moment. not because <laughs> I I want to as being the youngest one here, mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking what what is your mind like what what is your current perspective on life and do you feel like you're kind of making your way? Do you feel like you're maybe behind? Because I know I feel that too sometimes since we're the the closest in age right now. Um, what are some things that you feel like you maybe struggle with as a young man as of right now? Um, How old you are? 18. I'll be 19 like next month. Well, yeah. in a month and a few. Yeah. So, um, I have recently felt sometimes like I've been behind, but I think that's because of what I see on, you know, like social mm-hmm. media or whatnot, like yeah. guys my age or just a little bit older and they're like living it up, you know? Right. But at the same time, I feel like everyone has their own purpose. And I guess like mine's is not to, to be there right now. I will get there and maybe even be, you know, further than that but as of late I have felt like that but I also do feel confident because um like we're playing music and stuff um yeah you've been killing been, that yes sir yes I'll sir say, it's been feeling uh nice lately I've been getting a lot of calls and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. made me feel like okay I must be doing something right yeah and that's not all that's in store for me you know not Absolutely. just music but I do feel like that has helped me um feel like I am getting somewhere that makes any sense that's good yeah I know for me um having this podcast has been huge just because uh this is I feel like I use this to lean in and fail forward um like again I'm holding this mic and uh I'm not really it doesn't really matter to me because the job needs to get done but just I keep learning certain things that I may be needing to do better it's thinking just as far as preparation or attitude, perspective, just different things like that. And um, I know for me, this has been something where I get to meet other people. Mm. This is somewhere, this is a way out for me to network with people and also just learn how to maybe grow something and connect with people. These are all challenges for people. It's like to grow a business or to grow your body, just different things like that. There are different things that could you know use growth in your life, but it also presents challenges in its own as far as when I meet people, what this person's personality might be like, or what setting this meeting up with this person might be like, or just different things like that. So I think it's, uh, I just wanted to take some time to reflect on those things because uh, I feel like 
I know I have a lot of questions and I know I had a lot of questions when I was 18. So I just wanted to make sure you, you know, you have the space, provide that space for you to um, basically say how you feel about whatever. Cause um, even as I'm figuring things out, as I've gotten older, it's been easier for me to understand. We might have an idea of what we're doing. So to some extent, some of us may actually know what we're doing, but everybody's basically figuring it out. I remember thinking, I'm going to be 25 and I'm going to know exactly how to do this, that, this, that. Nope. No, that's not how it works. I mean, you have to kind of fail and then learn how to do some things. And I try to have a different perspective on failure as well, because it's just an opportunity to learn as hard as that is. Nobody wants to fail. Nobody wants to fail. But I feel like when you lean into it, you kind of you know, build up a you know a little thick skin and then you you fail once. Okay. Like I know for me, one one of the funniest examples for me is if I ever go skating, whenever I go skating, nobody wants to fall. Right. But I feel like once you fall, you feel light. Right. Thinking, oh shoot, I fell. Okay, so now if I fall again, you won't have to really <laughs> I'm just saying at that point, it's not really there aren't really nerves about it because you already did it, so you can build on it. Right. So that's a right. funny metaphor, but that's um that's something that I know it helps me to get through it. But um so as far as like what do you all see in each other that you would appreciate as far as um being a seasoned older black man? I appreciate um Dale's work ethic. I appreciate Dale's commitment to his family. Uh the whole time I've known Dale, he's never He's always had um, employment, right? He's always had some type of hustle, even today, <laughs> telling me about his um, brokerage, right? Mm-hmm. And how he's do- he has his own umbrella. I love to hear that because um, we as men have to understand that we can run our own ticket. Mm, yeah. You have, to, you have to have the creativity to know every man has a God-given ability, if he can find that and accentuate that and like like you said, press into that, he's golden. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what I appreciate about Dale. And he hits the gym, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, wellness is a big part of my life. That's why I'm mm-hmm. a therapist, right? The mental piece, the physical piece, I know he has that because um when I see him, he's standing straight up. His arms are huge. Yeah. I know he's taking care of himself. Right. I can appreciate that because as he gets older, that's going to allow him to, like I tell, I tell my kids the same thing. I want to be able to chase your kids the way I chased you. Right. And that's going to take me being attentional about my health now. So when that day comes, I want to be the fastest grandpa out there. Exactly. I want to have yeah. the most fun I can with them the same way with you. And I think that's fair. And I think that's something to shoot for because- yeah. I don't want to be like pushing me around in a wheelchair and yeah. feed me ice cream and baby food. Yeah. I, I, I want to I be a King's Island with cream, you. Baby, I want to be skating. Yeah. I want to be wrestling, all of that. Yeah. And that's important to me, but I definitely appreciate that about Dale. Wow, man. I didn't know you thought that much of me, Dave. Uh, Dave, I... Mm. <laughs> right. But what I would say, um, when, I, when I pulled up in the driveway, um, it was nothing about the driveway the foundation of the house, the gable, the highest point, all the rooms, uh, bathroom on every floor, gym, round step. (laughs) None of that surprises me. Mm. None of that has surprised me. He is uh, a salt to you. He is 
worthy of emulating. Mm-hmm. Picture of consistency, even when I wasn't. Um, he has the equipment for the commitment. As a young man, I've seen him become, go from young man to husband to father. He does things in a, uh, in, in sequence, in order, uh, and um, he's authentic. He's just real. Uh, you are so blessed to have a father uh, who embodies the things that he embodies and learn from it. Uh, learn. Be willing to learn from it. Um, your life will be blessed. You're living in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're living in it. Uh, but uh, David has been the model of consistency. There's no no, no phoniness. I think I have, how many years you're senior, David? 56. So I'll be 44 this year. I have some friends, uh, brothers, colleagues. I would love for them to sit up under this knowledge, his knowledge of life and underst- understanding of things, just different dynamics, whether it be in the home, outside the home. Um, but I have respected you always. And there are times uh, in those early years with Uriah, believe it or not, it wasn't uh, your Paul Paul. Mm-hmm. It was David, you know, I thought about Jamie, you know, we, we didn't have many, but if we had an argument or something like that, thinking to myself, you know, but this is not cool, mm-hmm. you know, or, uh, I, when I saw David, I didn't want him to look down on me. Right. And it wasn't. Right. Ah, uh, I guess you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like your age. Right. <laughs> David, I'm like, I don't want this man, <laughs> yeah. you know, to be disappointed in me. Right. You know, so. Uh, I would say just authenticity and consistency is what he can add to your life. Mm. And you're living it. You're living it. <laughs> you're really losing it. Man. Um, and then, uh, so what I want to say to my little bro, my little <laughs> cousin Solomon, man, um, shoot. I would say, cause, um, like my little brother is just a little older than you, but seeing, yeah, seeing, uh, seeing, watching you grow up, man, I think you one of the first examples that, oh man, I get like, it, it kind of like, you know, jerks some tears. So I'm thinking, bro, if he's getting older, what's happening to me? Like, what does that mean? If he's 18, 19, what am I then? You know what I mean? But it's cool because, uh, I also feel like when I see you, I see, me, especially now that you're getting locked and everything, yeah. it's like, man, but I think it's cool because, um, oh, no, I got to talk about this now. When you were at school with me, mm. I don't know if you knew how much that meant to me. Because to me, I've always wanted to have family in school with me because I feel like I, that's not an experience I got a whole lot of. So even though we were at the same school for one yeah, year, one year, my first one year. year when we would get on the bus mm-hmm. and I saw you, I used to brag on you. I kid you not. Remember uh, my yeah, one friend that yeah. thought that you was cute? <laughs> like, what am I? So, yeah, I just <laughs> I used to What's be. What's the story? So, nah, look, 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 look. All right, so we would get on the bus and um, I would tell everybody, I'm like, this is my cousin. Like, bro, this is my, this is my little cousin. If yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, used to, I used to be ready to hear about some problems that he had. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, I'm about to... I get to be a big cousin, you know what I mean? I get to show up for you. Um, but now nah, we got on a bus and uh <laughs> there were some girls that were in my grade or that were older than him, and they would say, Who was that? I'm like, Oh yeah, this is my little cousin. 
and they it was one girl that called him little chocolate and it was funny but i, I would let him have it because i'm like if it was me in that position and it's a girl that's like a senior calling me cute or whatever i know how i would feel and you were cheese too you was definitely cheesy and i was i wasn't even mad at it i was thinking bro go ahead man i'm not even mad at it but i just used to love seeing him whenever we were at school because um he got to so he got to the high school that we went to the same high school, but you got there sooner than when I got there. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking you'll have more time with it. There're gonna be more challenges with it, but I also know that you'll be tested. You know, you'll be battle tested. You'll be ready. Um, but I was just so happy to see you there because I felt like I at least for this one year I kind of got to walk the walk with you. If you ever needed me for anything, I was I was ready, man. I was I was just so excited to see you, and I see you like a little brother for real. I was mm-hmm. like, man, this is. This is my dude. He's at school with me. I remember I was so excited. I was always happy. And I just appreciated that. And I feel like seeing you continue to develop into a young man. Me saying this as a young man almost feels weird. Like I'm not really an elder or nothing. But seeing you continue to develop, it always, um, I feel like I cheese whenever I see you. I'm like, man, he's handsome. He's tall. I'm like, man, this dude is a problem. But when I think, <laughs> but no, 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 no. But when I think about you, it makes me think, this is probably how people saw me. And that's why it cracks me up every time. So Anytime I'm like, Aunt Shirley sees you here. Oh, uh, yeah. What she <laughs> yeah. said. Right. She loved we. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it just cracks me up. Because when I see him, I'm thinking, I get it. I get it. Seeing him gets older makes me upset. I'm like, dang, bro. Chill out. Relax. <laughs> Take the bass out of your voice. But I remember people saying the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. They were saying, uh... You was this this tall not too long ago. Relax. Yeah. You're not that yet. But yeah, um, I just wanted to, uh, I'm glad that we've been able to have this conversation because again, this is something I've been looking forward to as two men that I look up to in my life. Um, it's, it's just important to be able to pick your brains about some things because as I said, as I've continued to get older, it makes me, um, it makes me want to come to y'all and ask y'all certain questions because I feel like you understand where I'm coming from. Or you can actually give me the real on it. I remember when I became a young teenager, I was thinking, oh, shoot, my conversations are changing. And now they're really different. They're really different. For example, like I said, whenever we talk about money or just life, legacy, just as a topic, legacy on its own, I'm thinking, yeah, we're thinking bigger. And that's important, especially for a father to do with his son, because then that son can continue to build on on top of that. And, you know, the future grandfather, because... I plan to be fruitful. Um, me too, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, right, bro. Huh? I said me too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just just with that, it's um, I just think it's important for us to be able to have these conversations because uh, I don't know if people get to see this often. Right. I know we get to see it, but not not everyone is blessed with that. So um, yeah, man, Solomon, give me a question, man. Give me a question, bro. Whether it's for me, whether it's for one of them, I just want to hear from you, man. Let's see. (laughs) Well, I guess I can ask this question I had earlier. So I guess it's not really for you, but okay, that's fine. Um, it was about like the whole firstborn. Um, Mm. so does the pride come from the firstborn, like you seeing your own reflection in them, or is it like something else? Hmm, that's a good question. Man, it's everything. It's the fact that my our personal story is we lost our first child. Okay. 
So when you came, Solomon, you were the answer to prayer, number one. You were a comfort to our hearts because guess what? Y'all both sat here and said, I plan to be fruitful, but that's not really up to you. Life and death is God's area. So guess what? Growing up in faith all my life, losing a child was like, God, how, how, how does that work? I married this girl, did the right thing, and we lose our first baby. Mm. And it was impossible to not take that personal and to look at my faith the same way. But when this man came, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. and all through the process, taking Cheryl to every appointment, seeing Solomon kick quarters off her stomach, <laughs> seeing him physically move anytime I entered the room, Mm. Anytime I talked, he jumped, he kicked. When he was born, he was screaming his head off. Mm-hmm. I walked over and said, what's up, son? Mm. He stopped. He opened his eyes. It's like, mm. that's my man, mm. right? And every day since then, seeing him accomplish the things he's accomplished, seeing him gravitate towards music, because he was in sports. Right. And then when the music came, how that opened his whole life up. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Earlier this year, he traveled to Paris alone. Something I've never done in my life. He went, he went to pursue purpose. Right. Can you imagine that as, as, as a parent, like to see your child cross the water and cross it with a purpose and be over there and he didn't get arrested. He ain't came home with a story. I, I gotta, yeah. Mm. We gotta go back over there in no, a couple of months to, to pick somebody up, mm-hmm. right? And it's like um, everything that I want to see, I've seen in my son, and there's still more to come. Mm-hmm. But it is a situation of me and your mom waited for you. Mm for longer than you know and now that you're here and we can see you grow and see you uh become excellent and see how see how chill you are right i appreciate that <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a big part of me like you see my my reflection <laughs> and, and he's he's so laid back i'm like man i know that's possible don't, don't nothing bother him. Yeah. And I love that because there's a lot of things in life that could have bothered him mm. and could have changed who he is. But he got through him. He weathered the storm. So, yes, every, every all of the above, Saul, we love every fabric of who you are. And it's it's been an absolute joy to see you grow. You too, Ryo. It's like, yeah. um, again, when you were born, like, me and Jamie sitting around and Jamie eating huge bowls of cereal. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you were born, right? Mm-hmm. Being there too. And it's like all of that is, like I said, as a man, it makes you feel good. Like, man, this this is me. He carries my DNA. Yes. Um, and it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better than that. The only way, the only thing I have to look forward to is is to see his children, right? Because then when his children come, they're going to love me, mm-hmm. right? Maybe more than they love him because I'm grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a spoil of them. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Right? So it's right. like all of that, all of that is a part of, 
you know, who you are to me. And yes, I think about you all the time. I think about you during the day. I think about you during that night because a big part of being this age is he's gone a lot more. Yeah. And there's times I'll wait up to see you come in the door. There's time I go to bed and say, you know what? He's in God's hands. Yeah. Uh, and I can't, I can't worry about him. Mm. And I have to know that for myself. Otherwise, I'll make myself sick. Mm. But my wow. foundation is I know I've put the foundation in him. So when I wake up in the morning and go to work and I see his car out there, thank you, Lord. Mm. You brought my son back. There's a lot of young men out there not coming home. I get that. Watch the news in Cincinnati. Yeah. Right? It, it gives you a lot of gratitude. Okay. I know I went right there. Now you're, now you're good. You're good. Did you uh, did you want to respond when you were saying that? Well, he, you know. Yeah. Red. <laughs> Go ahead. Woo. My dad. I just want to touch on it real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly, you said uh, something about like what we see um, others doing. And uh, one of the things I've learned later in my life, uh, you know, whatever your personality is, and, uh, you know, sometimes even as far as working out, you know, when I go to the gym, uh, and, uh, you know, maybe somebody else getting their weight gain on quicker or something. And, or, uh, so you can get locked up into this thing of like, like vanity, like women, like beauty. And, and it, it could just take you off your course. It can be a uh, pleasing others. Uh, doesn't seem like you're that way, you know, uh, people pleasing, mm-hmm. uh, performance, these things can throw you off of your mark. Right. Uh, there's nothing. I just want to add this to you there's nothing there's no true nobility in being better than someone else i would say that true nobility is being better than your former self mm-hmm. you know just be better than you were yesterday love it. um i just want to add that as far as jariah uh as my son believe it or not truth be told having a son and i'm saying this to you is as much as it means to me that he has, you know, many of my attributes, that, uh, he, he, he's a talker. Uh, he likes to, this, these forms, you know, share, not just to be heard, but to, but to uh, inspire people and elevate people. Uh, and and, and I'll, I, I'm like that. But even more than him being a reflection of me as you are, he uh, it's more, I have an opportunity to give him a great gift. And that is just encourage him to have a relationship with God. That's where his real identity is. Mm, that's right. And I know we don't have the time, mm-hmm. but I want to say thank you to Jeriah. My father was never in my life, but we have a wonderful relationship today. Mm-hmm. I broke that stronghold. If you walk through this door, you would think he was always there in my life. Always, but he was not. But I knew what to do when it came to being present, right? Did I just say perfect? Being present. Mm. But I want you to catch this. This is for David. It's for you and for Jeriah. When you get a chance to read the story about the prodigal son, it's not about the prodigal son. It's about his brother. Mm -hmm. When the prodigal son came home, the brother became envious. He has a younger brother and we were distant because his mother was not like, like Jariah's mother. It's, you know, I'm not, I'm not berating her. She's a wonderful person. 
Uh, but I would say this. I knew that if I'm just thankful as I was in my relationship to my father, he didn't say love and honor him if he does everything right, if he's present in your life, because he came before you. You are here because he was here first. Honor him. And I think because of that and because of this relationship, brokenness, <laughs> brokenness was overcome because his younger brother uh, like this, mm-hmm. saw this. Mm. Saw this in July. Mm. Welcome, oh, was present when it happened. As a matter of fact, he was part. I like what David said. Keys. He was one of the keys to me restoring something that I couldn't do it. I didn't have an answer. So I got whenever and mm. however. Mm. I just wanted to be available. Of all of his abilities, his best ability is his availability to you. He's there for you all the time. I told you, Ryan, you're never alone. Boy, you're so far from broke, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so, but he does, he's like David, he's not in my pocket, but but it come down to it, he's he's good. Just believe it, he's good. I tell, I tell him, go work with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but live your lives, you know, continue to be a reflection of your dad's, but also the, uh, of your, your heavenly father. Amen. You know, that's important. That's the best gift I could ever give. That's sometimes we go out to, to eat or something, mm-hmm. and I say, all right, go ahead and bless our meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to hear, hear that voice that he offers up to the creator. He needs to hear from you, son. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not there, as much as I want to be all the time ready, he is always there. That's right. Even if dad's not here, there's a heavenly father. That's right. And, uh, you know, so being a father, son, huh? we have girl. Mm. Yes, sir. Wow. Dang, we really got deep. I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting that, but wow. Um, again, this was important to me because, as we both said, in the future, we both plan to have yeah. children of our own. Um, I feel like how else would I learn how to be a father than from my father, you know? So uh, it's just, I think that this has been a very important conversation again because, um, I think about that all the time. Like I think about me. I think I feel like you are one of the strongest fixtures as far as instilling like legacy. You talk about it a good, like you when we whenever we talk we talk about it, and um, that's become a very important thing to me. And I, because I know my decisions now affect that, so that's why I'm very aware of those decisions. But as men that plan to be fathers in the future, and as as men that have great relationships with their fathers. I think that this was just, uh, what's the word? This was very enlightening, refreshing. Um, I'm glad that we got to have it because um, I know that I want to continue to better myself as a young man, and I'm very sure he wants to do the same. And I know that iron sharpens iron. I know that you all want to continue to make us better men. And I think that we just, uh, this conversation was very much needed. I'm glad that we were able to have it. I'm glad that we were able to get our schedules together yeah. to set this up yeah i was so nervous i really wanted to make sure that we could do this because i've been looking forward to this for a while um i was too me too yeah david that realizes but i don't get a chance to see him often yeah you know there's there's some event we show up at a marriage at a and right must have been there mom yeah he cared for fight when my mother passed away man I mean, you was right come on you guys Mm. I want you to know this to tell your mom this. Your mom is like, 
I would have been all right with you being a brand. Now, what is this? We're going to forward. We probably didn't get it back. I said, hell, enough brands is this that. Yeah. <laughs> like every, like your child, your wife, your future wife, your children. Imagine if my mother had, had done what Jamie had done. Uh-huh. Oh. Your last yeah, name. Your me, last name me. would be Covington. Yep. My wife's last name would be Covington. Yep. There's so much in a name. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's so much in it. And that's it wasn't about selfishness. It was about you know, lineage, legacy. All these things was I was looking that far ahead. And, and Jamie was getting good counsel from people, the church, your family. I was just but it's beyond that. You know, it's beyond yes, those things that are pert to the eye. Let's go below the surface. Future. You know, future. I was just wanted, you know, Jariah coming to oh no, it was like, yeah. <laughs> but uh it's so much in a name, but uh I think that your family bad is Yes, sir. That's why I was like, this would be, this would be great. This would be great. My uncle, my cousin, my dad, myself. Why don't we go ahead and do that? Let's just see what this would be like. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah. Are there maybe any last word that you, any of you maybe want to leave the people of the highlight reel with Justin Fields? Uh, that's unfortunate because of Joe Burrow. He's the best. He's the best. (laughs) Anyway, nah, but um, any anything that you all want to say? Nah, I mean, whether this, it's the Bengals are the was, best or oh, go ahead. This was absolutely amazing. Yes, sir. So glad that we were intentional about this time. Yeah, and I know people who watch this are going to be blessed. They're going to be empowered. They're going to be enlightened. They're going to be educated and. I cannot wait to see it blow up for you, Ryo. I appreciate it because this is your baby, and I'm just honored to that you thought enough of us to uh, set this up and do this, man. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, let me throw a quick two cents in there. Ryo is definitely a family nickname, so uh, please no one else get too comfortable with that. Anyway, uh-huh. anyway, um, and then, Dad, was there anything that you wanted to say? No, this is a – well, thank you. Mm. Uh, thank you, Cook. Um just let me be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was looking forward to seeing David. I didn't know I was going to you know, uh-huh. talk with you this afternoon. I didn't know who I was going to be present. Um, I'm, I'm here. I didn't have anything better to do. Now I was just speaking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Say, I'm, I'm going to use those same words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here today because I didn't have anything better to do. Mm-hmm. Same words, yeah. just different meaning. Right. Yes, sir. I'm glad you had David and I be a part of it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, again, this is our Father's Day episode. I just wanted to, uh, I just thought this would be a very important conversation. I feel like a lot of important things were discussed. A lot has been expressed. And I think it's just important for people to see that. But again, thank you to the watcher and listener of this episode of The Highlight Reel. This has been your episode. And with that, peace out. <laughs>